Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's time to get started. Happy Father's Day to all the fellow fathers. Come on, stand to your feet. We're gonna go back and get this holy but goody. We want you to lift your voices this morning. We're gonna have a good time in the Lord. Come on, let's praise him this morning. Praise him. Praise him. How to praise him. praise him, Jesus, Jesus. blessed Savior. Church. 
from the rising of the sun until the going down Give him glory. His name is Blessed Savior. All is worthy. All is worthy. For God is my rock. Hope of salvation, y'all. Oh, yes, he is. He's my strong Many of y'all know that he is shown enough worthy to be praised. Thank God for another day and another chance. We say happy Father's Day to all of the biological fathers as well as all of those men who have stood in the place of fathers. Whether you was an uncle, a granddaddy, a pawpaw, a brother, if you just was a church member that helped somebody raise a son or a daughter, we still give you honor on this day. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Lord, thank you for this day, another day that's been coming since the beginning of time. But you blessed us to see it because we know that it was not promised to us. But because of your grace and because of your mercy, you blessed us to be here. And Lord, for that we say thank you. Thank you now, Lord, for all of the fathers across the land and country, not just the fathers that are still with us, but Father, we thank you now for those fathers who have gone on to glory, those that set living examples for us, things that we can remember that will help us to be better individuals, those fathers that didn't just tell us about church, but Lord, we thank you for the fathers that brought us to church. The fathers didn't, that just didn't do it on Sunday, but those fathers that lived like good fathers every day of our lives. And for that, Lord, we say thank you. 
Lord God, we now ask that you will continue to be with us through this service so that nothing we do will be in vain. We thank you not just for this church, but every church door that's open that's in the name of the Father, Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Bless us now, Lord, through this day, and we'll forever give you all of the praise and the glory. And all of the people said amen. Amen. to have our deacons to lead us in our further devotional service. Brother Deacons, won't you come? Happy Father's Day and good morning. I'm not a singer, so I never did learn how to sing as good. I got a lot of talent, but singing is not one of them. So, <laughs> so Pat, if you don't mind helping me out, Pat. And... <laughs> We're gonna sing when you need help and sing like man would do you no good. Sometimes you have to go and talk to the high power. And God is there in the Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus is on the main.
break the mic or anything, so thank you. How y'all doing this morning? Happy Father's Day to everyone. Today's scripture comes from Psalm 42, 1 through 8. And it reads as, As the heart patent after the water brooks, so patent my soul after thee. O God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with multitudes that kept holiday. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou discredited in me? Hope thou, in, hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his continuance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Harmonites, from the hill miser. Deep call unto, deep call unto deep, as a noise of thy worst water spot. All thy waves and thy buildings are gone over. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. May the hearers and doers be blessed with this word. I first want to thank all the people, men people today. This is our day. And we love God. I don't know about you, but I love him because he's been good to me. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come thanking thee for this, this wonderful day. You even give us a day that we might worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, look down on your children here at K Chapel and all over this world that we are your people and we're going to stand for you. I ain't going to give up today. I'm going I'm to hold a panda high for my Lord. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. John's and I'll sponsor reading. All will cross over everyone armed for war to do battle for the Lord. Once more, please. Your servant will cross over everyone armed for war to do battle for the Lord. Amen. Morning, church. This is our church covenant. Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. 
we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. We engage, we engage therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly, regularly to the support of the ministry, the expense of the, expense of the church, Amen. the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, and exemplary in our deportment, to avoid all tattling, backbiting, and excessive anger, to abstain from the sale and use of intoxicating drink as a beverage, and to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy in feeling and courtesy in speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover, we moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will, as soon as possible, unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. We thank our deacons for leading us in our devotional service this morning. They did a wonderful job as usual, and we thank God for them. Amen? Amen. This time now, we're going to move right along into our service. We're going to ask that you prepare to give as you have been so blessed. And just remember, this is our benevolent offering. And this is an opportunity for us to be wonderful, helpful to somebody less fortunate than ourselves. So if you've been so blessed, then it's time to bless somebody else. We're going to ask now that you prepare to go ahead. And this choir is going to give us message and song ushers. You're invited to come now, and we're all invited to give as we have been so blessed. holy you are so holy to me I call you holy
us pray. Almost heavenly gracious Father, Lord God, we just want to thank you. We have so much to be thankful and grateful for, Lord. You've been so good to us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, we ask that you not only bless this congregation, we ask that you bless the fathers in this church, Lord, as we honor them on this day, this Father's Day. Especially those, Lord, that are God-fearing in thy sight. Now, Lord, we ask that you bless this gift, bless this benevolent offering. Use it, direct it, and guide it. In your son Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And amen. We're going to share just a few announcements with you this time. We ask that we all pray for the Rucker family. As most of you probably know that Sister Rucker was funeralized on yesterday, and I know the family would appreciate your prayers. Also, ask that you please continue to pray for the Urban family. You know that family went through something, and you don't get over overnight. So we ask you to continue to pray for that family as well. Ask that you pray for the Linda Wilson family. Sister Linda lost her mother. Funeral details may be incomplete, but we ask you to pray for that family as well. Also, ask you please uh, pray for Sister Ober Porter. She deserves our congratulations in that her music will be highlighted at the National Congress. So we say again, please don't forget to pray for her. We ask that you pray for the Boom Harrington families. Uh, that funeral station will take place soon, but we ask you to please continue to pray for them because they lost a loved one. Also, ask that you please pray for Mrs. Bobby Buchanan understand that she need our prayers. She's in St. Dominic Hospital, and again, I know, um, need the prayers of the church. Vivian Devonport, sister of Jerry Thornton, uh, transitioned, uh, transitioned on this past Friday, and that family needs your prayers, so we ask you to please pray for them, because if it hadn't happened to you yet, just keep on living, amen? We ask now that you please receive the messages from the media. Media, y'all. Good morning, K Chapel. We are five months into our Cade Advance plan for 2018. Remember, the goal for this year is to complete the architectural rendering for our new sanctuary and to finish paying off the land. So continue making your pledges and help us advance. Not to worry, Kate Chapel. You do not have to learn how to do the Charleston to enjoy the upcoming Roaring Twenties Mix and Mingle. All you have to do is mix and mingle. It's an opportunity to start a conversation with someone you don't know or sit at the table beside your usual crowd and enjoy an evening of fun, food, and fellowship. So join us on Tuesday, June the 26th from 6 to 8 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. Tickets are only $10 and will be sold in the Old Fellowship Hall between services from now until the 24th. Attention all youth, be sure to stop by the Old Fellowship Hall and see a member of the youth ministry to learn more information about the upcoming Jackson Convention. All youth are encouraged to participate. Chapel, but I'm looking forward to Buckley's Big Top. Join us here at Cade in the Willie Wright Family Life Center on July the 13th. All are welcome, admission is free, and the evening is sure to be filled with fun, food, and good family fellowship.
And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com. Or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Amen. Just before we recognize our visitors for the morning, we're going to ask those who are ready for the right hand of fellowship, if you would, please come down front. Carol Anthony, please come on down. Richard Anthony, come on down. Gwendolyn Mitchell. Cordero Foster, come on down. Marquisia Foster, please come on down. Uh, uh, Valerie Martin, please come on down. And while they're coming now, we're going to recognize our visitors. If you're not yet a member of this congregation, we're going to ask if you would, please stand. Let us thank you for coming and invite you back. All visitors, won't you please stand up? Stand up, visitors. Yeah, that's right. Visitors, we want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buckley, our pastor minister, Reverend Hans Buckley, all the members of KCHAP are just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. If you're just visiting, please don't let this be the last time. Come any time that you feel the spirit. And while you're here, we're going to give you something right now that you can only get here at KCHAP and Mr. Baptist Church.
may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and glad in it. Amen. Amen. Certainly we say happy Father's Day to all of our fathers. We honor you, we salute you, and we thank God for you. Amen. Amen. Can we salute our fathers this morning? Come on and give our fathers a great big hand. All of our fathers, bless God for you. Amen, amen, amen. We're certainly in a very busy season here at K Chapel. It's summertime, and uh, we have so, so many things going on, different programs and, and pro, summer programming taking place. And um, I, I just want to give emphasis to several that we've uh, just ended here recently. On this past week, on Friday, uh, we had the Nate Ruffin Golf Tournament. Uh, and I understand we had a record number of, I believe, about 60-some golfers out there. Amen. So it was a great number, and I want to thank the Nate Ruffin uh, scholarship team. In particular, I know uh, Deacon Williams uh, uh, was helping to, to spearhead that, but all of the committee uh, who worked with him to make sure that that was a successful event, uh, you know that through that, uh, through that uh, uh, tournament, we are able to fund uh, various scholarships for our college uh, students, and so we're grateful uh, for the participation. A record number, I believe, also of new uh, uh, golfers this year. I, I, I usually ask that each year how many new golfers we had. It looked like we had equal number of new golfers and old golfers this year, and so uh, that means it's growing, and we thank God for that. Amen? Amen. Then certainly uh, we thank God for a wonderful, wonderful vacation Bible school this past week. Amen. Amen to the Vacation Bible School staff, Sister Butler, uh, Sister Foster, and everybody who played a part in that. I don't know all of the names, but I know it was a, a, it was a huge team to pull that off. And what a great, a great curriculum that was chosen, wonderful activities throughout the week. Our children from preschool uh, to senior adults were fed uh, each and every night a, a real meal, amen, and then fed the Word of God, amen. And so we thank God for our culinary staff, all of you who played a marvelous part in making that a wonderful, wonderful event. During that same week, uh, during the daytime hours, we had our summer uh, reading program. Uh, Sister Bonnie McNeil Harris was responsible for organizing that. I don't know all of the members of your team, uh, but I, I, listen, because we have such great teamwork, amen. And there's, if anybody say there ain't nothing for you to do, you, you're not telling the truth. Amen. There is something for you to do at Cade Chapel. Amen. Like every week there's something else going on new. And I thank God uh, for all who are engaging. I understand a number of people from uh, the Ministry Expo who signed up for various events, showed up and, and participated in new events this year. So we thank God for you. Thank God for your uh, being here and accounted for. We couldn't have done any of this without you. And of course... Uh, beginning uh, this evening, our, our young people are going to be leaving, going to Oklahoma City uh, for our Congress of Christian Education. Uh, adults will be joining them a little later. I believe they're leaving later that later the next the next morning. The next morning they'll be joining. Amen. So what I need you all to do is to be in prayer, be in prayer for safe travel. Amen. Oklahoma City ain't ain't, ain't just around the corner. Amen. So we want you to be in prayer for them that they get there safely and certainly arrive back home safely. And while they are there, uh, that good things are going on in, in terms of their Christian education and their social development. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. And the summer ain't over yet. Amen. God bless you. Come on, Brother Big Ben. I could add to that, but I won't. I think, men, we are in for a treat right now. So at this time, we're going to ask... I believe Sister Gosford, if you would come down and um, share with us. Are you here? Give us token to the men of the church. 
Good morning, Kate family. Some fathers, whether they are called father, daddy, dad, happy, papa, pops, dada, pa, poppy, or what I used to call my father when I was a child, boo-boo day. They don't realize the extent of their influence and how their godly behavior can make a lasting impression on their children. I found this poem on the internet uh, by a young lady named Mary Fairchild that she wrote in the voice of a child. And the name of the poem is Dad's Hands. Dad's hands were king-size and strong. With his hands, he built our home and fixed all broken things. Dad's hands gave generous, genuous, generously, served humbly, and loved mom tenderly, unselfishly, completely, and unending. With his hands, Dad held me when I was small, steadied me when I stumbled, and guided me in the right direction. When I needed help, I could always count on Dad's hands. Sometimes Dad's hands corrected me, disciplined me, shielded me, rescued me. Dad's hands protected me. Dad's hand held mine when he walked me down the aisle. His hand gave me to my forever love, who, not surprisingly, is very much like Dad. Dad's hands were the instruments of great, big, rugged, tender heart. Dad's hands were strength. Dad's hands were love. With his hands, he praised God, and he prayed to the Father with those big hands. Dad's hands, they were just like Jesus' hands to me. To all men, people, as Brother Graham said, Deacon Graham said, <laughs> Happy Father's Day. We honor you on this day and be truly blessed. Thank you. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Let's give another round of applause. This time now, we're going to pause for our final offering for the day. We're going to get spoken word from the pulpit, but we ask you to prepare to give now again as you have been so blessed. And just remember, you can't be God-given. Amen? We're going to ask that the pulpit please give us the words, and then we'll move right into our final offering for the morning. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithe and offerings. You are cursed with a curse. For you robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring you all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, 
saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. The word of God for the people of God. Ushers choir.
Amen. God bless you. service and glad to be in the church where we're having a good time. This time now we're going to ask the choir if they would come with the final selection for the morning and after which we should be ready for the words. So won't you just just, just give this choir a hand, a hand clap as they come forth now to, to share with us the final selection for the morning.
If you still got a praise in you, why don't you give it to him right now? The devil tried to steal it from somebody, but he can't steal your praise. Why don't you give God the praise that's due his name? Go on and tell him, Lord, I thank you today. Lord, I glorify you today. I worship you today. With everything that I've been through, I still, I said I still got joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Glorify his name. Yeah. Ah. When I think, I say, when I think. Every now and then, you ought to just go back in your mind. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, I said, my soul, don't fool me now. I said, my soul. soul shouts hallelujah hallelujah my 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 bless his name ah. <laughs> bless his name Never lost my hope. Don't lose your hope. I say don't lose your hope. Listen, if you lose money, you can get it back. You, you can get your money back. You. Fire, destroy your house. You can get another house. But you hold on to hope. Because hope will take you through stuff. Hope will let you hang on when you don't know if you can make it another day. Hope, hope will just give you the... The belief that if I dare to open my eyes that God will be with me as I walk this path, don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your hope. Hallelujah. Psalm number 42. Psalm number 42. I want to begin reading with the first verse. Psalm number 42. Can we bless God for this choir? The women's chorus. Amen. God bless you. Psalm number 42. I want you to read this psalm in its entirety when you are in your study at home. I'm going to 
commence reading at verse 1 and continue through verse number 8. It reads as follows, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O oh, my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the day of time, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to preach from the subject this morning. Don't give up now. Don't give up now. Don't. Give up now. The fashion and the culinary worlds were rocked recently when two of their biggest stars took their own lives. On Tuesday, June 5th, and then less than 72 hours later, on Friday, June 8th, fashionista Kate Spade and celebrity chef and cultural anthropologist Anthony Bourdain left incredible voids in their respective fields and brought attention to the fact that fame, fortune, or fancy living mean little when a person has lost hope. When a person has lost hope, money does not mean much. When a person has lost hope, achievements and accolades don't matter. When a person has lost hope, it's hard to look past the present and see a future that's different from right now. When a person has lost hope, it seems that the world is closing in, options have been taken away, and there's no reason for or meaning to life itself. It's a lonely place. It's a dark space when hope has picked up and taken its leave. It's, it's a lonely place, a dark space when hope has left the scene. You don't have to be an unbeliever to feel hopeless. There are plenty of Christians, plenty of believers, plenty of people even in this sanctuary today who have at some point experienced situations that felt hopeless. 
You lived through moments that seemed hopeless. You endured loss, lack, and loneliness and felt like all hope was gone and that you might as well just give up. Maybe you've never considered taking your life or maybe you have. But whatever you've been in, whatever emotional drama or psychological trauma you have found yourself or wherever you are right now, I want to encourage you this morning. Don't give up now. I said don't give up now. Don't give up now. Facing all that you face. Dealing with all with which you have to deal. Managing all that you have to manage. Sometimes with little acknowledgement, appreciation or support. Feeling, feeling the pressure of people depending on you day after day. The pressure of expectations both from without and within. I, I stopped by this morning to encourage you. Don't give up. 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 Don't, 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 don't give up. Now, I need you to help me preach it and tell your neighbor, don't give up. Tell two more people, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Spread that message around. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't, don't you give up. Don't you look at them in the eye until they accept it from you. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. Don't give up. I know, I know you can't see how it's going to work, but don't give up. I know you've never been this low before, but don't give up. I know it's never been this tough on you before, but don't give up. I know you've not had a hurt like this before, but don't give up. I know that the struggle you're going through is a struggle you've never experienced, but don't give up. I know that this is a pain you've never had, but don't give up. I know this is a diagnosis that you've never had to deal with, but don't give up. I know that you've done all you know to do. You're doing all you can do, but don't don't give up. I know that life it does not seem to be leveling out. It doesn't seem to be making a turn. Things don't seem to be getting any better right now. But don't you give up. Don't you give up. The Lord sent me here on mission this morning, on assignment, to look you in your eyes square and say to you, don't you give up. Don't you give up. And you need to hear this. You need to hear this this morning because I don't know who this is for, but, but this is Father's Day. And, and I was supposed to be, in my mind, preaching to and for and about fathers. But the Lord said, no, there's another message. And you need to hear this because if the Lord redirected me and made sure that you were here on this Sunday, surely you ought to believe that this is not mere coincidence, but that God knows where you are. He knows what you're dealing with. And he knows the thoughts that are on your mind. And I've stop by to tell you don't give up don't give up don't give up as much as you want to don't give up as much as you thought about it don't give up 
As tired as you are of things being the way that they are, don't give up. As many disappointments as you've had to deal with, as many broken promises and delays that you've gone through, as many hoops that you've had to jump through and not see any results, as many interviews as you've been on and you still haven't landed the job, as many applications as you turned in and you still have not gotten a call back, as many rejections and as many relationships that have ended. This preacher is standing here this morning telling you, don't. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Your life, your future does not end here. I declare your latter days shall be better than your former. Don't you give up. This is not where God finishes with you there's more yet in store so don't give up I can appreciate both the message and the movement of this psalm and I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that God through the Holy Spirit first of all made sure that this psalm is in his word because in this psalm we hear an honest prayer from a discouraged saint. In this psalm, we hear a real plea from a burdened believer. Listen to him. He says, my tears have been my meat day and night. He says, day and night, all I've been doing is crying. I've, I've gotten used to them so much that, that, that they have formed my substance and my sustenance. Day and night, I, I, I weep over the tragedy. I, I cry over the turmoil. I, I deal with what I'm going through. And sometimes I cry and I don't even know why I'm crying. And I'm glad that God kept it here. I'm glad God kept it here where we could read it so that we as believers would understand that when we feel like this, we are not the first believers to feel the way we feel. We're not the first ones to feel sorrow and not know why we're sorry. We're not the first ones to cry tears and not even know why we're crying. We're not the first ones. But God kept that word here. Not only that word, but the words of other believers who would have us to know that human emotions and human feelings are the things of life. Yeah. In his holy word. I, I like the fact that, 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 that God took the words of men and called them holy. In his holy Bible, his holy scripture, we hear from men like Jeremiah who says, who says, Jeremiah says, oh Lord, you have deceived me. That's in the holy word. In the holy word, you have Elijah saying to the Lord, Lord, it is enough now. Take away my life. That's in the holy word. 
in the holy word you have man like Moses saying I'm not able to bear all these people by myself it is too heavy for me and if thou deal thus with me kill me I pray that's in the holy word And the psalmist in today's text writes, my tears have been my meat day and night. And they say, my tears say to me, where is your God? When your tears go to talking to you. When your tears ask questions about your faith when your tears have a dialogue with you about what you believe that's a real so this psalmist and his story is here so that we as believers might do the work of grappling with our own emotions he intentionally keeps them here so that he, we understand that with every challenge before us that he still has enough mercy for our miseries. He still has enough grace for our grief. He still has enough blessings for our brokenness. And he will still look beyond our faults and satisfy our every need. That's helping the psalm. Three things, and I'm through, but there are three things for the broken and the burdened believer. And it begins with this psalm is, first of all, acknowledging the situation. If you're going to deal with your stuff, you got to acknowledge it. You got, I'm going to say that again. If you're going to deal with your stuff, you got to acknowledge it. He acknowledges the situation. What does he say? He says, as the deer pants by the water, so does my soul long for you. He says, first of all, the psalmist says, I recognize that, that, that part of why I feel this way, I've got a soul situation. My soul is thirsty. My, my soul is, is longing. My soul needs refreshing. And I'm, I'm saying that to somebody because maybe you're wondering why you feel the way you feel. And perhaps some of what you're dealing with is not just the emotion of it all, but it's connected to some soul condition. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you cannot continue to neglect your soul and it not eventually tell off on you. You cannot continue to not care for your soul and think that it will continue to be well with the rest of your life. For the soul is the central part of who you are and therefore it is connected to all of who you are. Don't you know the writer of the New, the New Testament, John, in 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers the point there is that there is a connection between your physical health and your spiritual health even as your soul prospers i would that you be in good health and so i ask each of you today beloved how is it with your soul how is it with your soul? Don't, don't tell me, don't tell me about your sickness right now. How is it? Ah. 
how is it with your soul? Because I've discovered that even if your body does get sick, if your soul is all right, if your soul is healthy, you can manage and take on whatever. That's why the songwriter said it is well. He said whatever my lot thou has taught me to say it is well. But my soul. I can handle storms when my soul is anchored. I can, I can handle pain when my soul is resting. I can handle bad news when my soul is all right. How is it with your soul? How is it with your soul? How is it with your soul? Are you parched from long stretches of running without the refreshing of the living water of Christ in your heart? Are you searching for life and meaning in other wells where you continually draw over and over again? Jesus makes this point to a woman at Jacob's well one day. Remember he is there and she is there. She's drawing water and Jesus comes by and asks her for some water. She goes through beginning giving excuses and Jesus says, well, if you knew who I was, I wouldn't be asking you for what, but you'd be asking me for what. And then he said this, he said this, and if you drink of my water, this living water, he said, you'd stop coming by dipping out of these wells trying to get some water because whoever drinks of my water will never thirst. Again, the lesson that he is teaching is that a lot of us are trying to satisfy a thirst that can only be quenched by a living relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Some of us are drawing from the well of materialism, thinking that if you've got the latest things, the best of fashions, that that will make you and keep you popular. But you'll never be satisfied with the contents from that well. Some of us are drawn from the well of alcohol, drugs, sex, or other deviant behaviors of choices in order to numb or make manageable life's pains. But you'll never be satisfied with the temporary highs that they provide for a thirsty soul needs more than momentary refreshing and short-term fixes. But it needs the consistent supply of soul-drenching hydration that comes through a relationship with God. Why do you feel like giving up? Maybe it's because your soul needs some attention. It could be that you've been trying to do life on your own, of your own strength, of your own power and your own might, independent of your creator. The psalmist says, as the deer pants by the water, as that deer knows that he cannot make it unless he comes and stops by the water. So must we care for our souls. So that's the first thing. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. What are you saying, preacher? You've got to get to the point where you acknowledge that you need somebody other than yourself. You might be strong, but you're not that strong. 
men. We might be men, but, but, but nobody is man enough to do this by himself. No, no. Live long enough, you will discover that life will bring you to a point where you either have to call on a brother or call on a father. And I would this morning that you know both a brother and a father that you can call on. Because when my brother don't answer, oh, I got a daddy. When my brother don't answer, I got a father who knows my number and whenever I call him, he answers. Number two, number two, after he moves from acknowledging the soul situation, he then moves to challenging the sorrow. Challenging the, what do you say? He challenges his, watch, watch what he does. He asks himself a question. Listen to his question. Why are you cast down, oh my soul? He starts talking to himself. Now before you think that's strange, <laughs> some of us need to talk to ourselves. Amen, lights. You, 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 perhaps we would be better in life if we had more conversations with ourselves. Maybe we wouldn't act out of sorts if we had a few more face-to-face -face dialogues where we look in the mirror and we see what we don't like about ourselves and we confront and challenge it. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. He challenges. He challenges the sorrow. He says, why are you so sad? Oh, my soul. It is a question where he asks himself, what do you have to be so sad about? He challenges his soul to answer for its sorrow. He interrogates his own soul to see if there is validity for him feeling the way he feels. What are you saying? I'm saying sometimes before we go into a tailspin and a nosedive of emotions, we ought to pump the brakes and not let emotions get the best of us and take us where feelings want to take us but rather interrogate it before we get too far what are you saying do, do i really need to feel like this is this really as big as i'm making it see see how quiet y'all getting it is does this really have me responding like this is is, is it really this Serious? Some things you can head off if you ask yourself the right question. Do I really need to let her get on my nerves like that? I divorced him 10 years ago and he's still in my head. Amen, lights. Eight o'clock didn't get this. This is just for somebody in here. I don't know who it's for.
you saying? I'm saying interrogate your feelings. Why are you so down, soul? It is a question that we must ask ourselves to see if there is legitimate reason for the discouragement. And even if there is legitimate reason for the discouragement, the good news in this text is that there is also more reason for hope. The psalmist is simply saying that as bad as it is, there's much more that's right in your life than there is that's wrong. And when you really start to analyze life and really give credit for how good God has been. You, you got to step back from that thing and even though in the moment it might be dark, if you're honest, you have to say, I've had more sunny days than I've had dark days. I'm sick now, but I've had more healthy days. Wish y'all would come on and go with me. Then I've had sick days. I, I, I'm down now, but I've had more up days. Then I've had down days. The songwriter said, when I look around and think things over, God has been good to me. So why are you so sad? Soul, why are you so sad? The psalmist says as much, he says, therefore, will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermites from the hill of Mizar. What he is saying is that even though my soul is vexed right now, I'm not going to focus just on the moment because I can remember back in Jordan when he blessed me. I can remember when I was fighting against the Hermonites and he made a way. I can remember when I was over here and he opened this door. I can remember that through it all, yeah, I'm going through now, but every time I've gone through, I've never gone through it by myself but God has been with me sometimes you just got to learn how to encourage yourself if you're going to talk yourself down you got to learn how to talk yourself up you got to learn how to tell yourself that God ain't going to leave you by yourself that he has not left you this far and his word says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And, and if I can't call on friends, I've got a father I can call. Encourage yourself. Remind yourself of the goodness of God. The faithfulness of the father. And the sovereignty of the savior. That's what I want to leave you with. Talking about seeking the Savior. <laughs> Look at what he says. He says, verse 7 and 8, I'm closing here. He says, deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life. Daddy, this is one of the most beautiful parts of this psalm in my opinion because it expresses the idea that the deepest need that I have God has a corresponding answer watch it deep calls under deep however deep my problem is I've got a God 
who can go as deep as he needs to go with me. Do I have a witness here? Yeah, I got some deep issues, but, but God said that's all right because I got some deep blessings. And, 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 and when my burdens are deep, he says, I've got what you need. If, 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 your, if your problems are bad, he says, it's all right. I've got some provisions that will meet your problems. If, if your frustrations are deep, he says, it's all right. I've got what you need. Look, 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 look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. He says, deep. Calls on the deep. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you and your issues are not too much for God. For he has a corresponding depth for whatever grief there is a corresponding grace. Do I have the witness here? For whatever sorrow God has a corresponding strength in the Lord all right today whatever doubt I have there is a corresponding depth of deliverance and uh, good news today he is I cannot go too deep that God can't find me oh Lord I cannot go too deep that God can't pick me up again in the Lord today is there anybody in here who can testify today I've been through some deep days I've been through some dark nights but through it all, God has been with me. Good day, church. I got to leave you now. But before I go, I need to tell you what the psalmist said. He said that the daytime will come. You read it, it's in your text. He said the daytime will come. And I need to tell somebody don't give up because the day is coming it may get hard but don't give up the day is coming it may get weary but don't give up because day is coming it may feel like your strength gets gone but don't give up because day is coming the psalmist said weeping may endure for a night but joy joy oh joy is coming in the morning hold on hold on oh joy 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 it's coming in the morning Tell your neighbor, don't give up. Encourage them, don't give up. Don't give up, don't give up. Encourage somebody, don't give up. Keep telling them, don't give up. Look them in the eye, don't give up. You come too far, don't give up. You got a future, don't give up.
God's got something in store, don't give up. Your miracle is on the way, don't give up. Your turnaround is coming, don't give up. Your life does not end here, don't give up. God will. I said, God will. God will. Don't give up. <laughs> Somebody say, What? Well, if I don't give up, what am I supposed to do in the meantime? And the psalmist got it covered there. Because he said, Bill, in the nighttime, I will sing. In other words, I know I'm going through. But while I'm going through, I ain't going to let nothing steal my song. I'm not going to let anything steal my praise. I'm not going to let anything take my joy. singing your song keep giving him praise keep believing that God will come and see about you and eventually joy will come in the morning I believe somebody knows something about joy jo joy is different from happiness because happiness is a feeling and feelings are fleeting but joy is a reality and when you've got joy mm, this joy that I have you know the world oh this joy you know the world
say nobody but Jesus. Nobody, no good but Jesus. Nobody but. Come on. Nobody but Jesus. Nobody, nobody but Jesus. Nobody, no. Nobody but Jesus. Who gave it to you? Nobody but Jesus. Nobody but Brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, we have a statement with we'll coming from Sister Hartfield. Good morning. I'm going to try to be brief. Um, on December 27th of last year, I failed. I was um, attending my grandson's basketball game. I started to fall and I couldn't stop and the oncologist my oncologist had told me whatever you do don't hit your head and as I started to fall I said Lord please don't let me hit my head somewhere there was a fence and I 
caught that fence with this arm and broke this shoulder in two places. While I was on the, on the ground for about 45 minutes, uh, there was an angel that was with me in the form of an emergency room doctor. He saw me fall and he was with me the whole time. Went to the hospital and the uh, hospitalist said, who are you? And I looked at him, he says, you're smiling. Why are you smiling? This is the most painful surgery that you can have. He did not know that I know God. And though I was painting, God was with me. And I just wanted to say thank you, Kate Chapel, for the way you responded to me. I want to, on this Father's Day, I want to say thank you to this man uh, who stood by me 24-7. Thank you so much, Kate Chapel. Amen. Amen. That's what we're here for. We are family. Okay. Oh, excuse me. All right, sister. Good afternoon, Kate Chapel. My name is Ollie Lester. And the reason that I'm standing here this afternoon, it just seems like Pastor's message um, for the last few Sundays have been personally directed at me. Um, and I try to be brief, but I got a long story. I got a lot to tell you, but I'm going to try to be brief. In 2010, my mother, I lived in Detroit, Michigan, and my mother started begging me to come back home to Mississippi. Of course, you know, I didn't want to come back home to Mississippi. But in 2011, my friend Barbara called me and she said, there's a job available, why don't you apply for it? And you know, I applied for the job and with prayer of my friends and family, some who said, don't come back to Mississippi, girl. I came on back to Mississippi. 2013, the Lord called my mother home to be with the Lord. Three weeks after mom passed away, my baby sister who's standing here, Polly, had a heart attack. We learned that it wasn't her first heart attack, but it was a, one of many heart attacks that she had had. So, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I gotta stay around here, take care of baby. You know, we so I stayed around here for that. 2014, April, we came home from church on April 27th to find my brother dead. Just died in his sleep. Polly had another heart attack. Lord, we had to stay home, stay here for Polly who had another heart attack. So here I am in 2018, still here, because Polly keep having these heart attacks. But last year, in May, Polly's blood sugar dropped to 29. Now if you know anything about blood sugars, she should have been dead. But thanks be unto God, somebody was at the house with her and she's still here. But then the doctor said that she didn't, he didn't want her to live alone. Well, here I am. <laughs> Kicking and screaming, Pastor Buckley. I moved in with my sister in August. We moved into a home that was plagued with troubles. And if I tell you plagued with troubles from the first day to the last day that we moved out of there, we had nothing but 
ups and downs. Do y'all remember the days when you used to get the bucket and put it, catch the water, you know, because it started raining in the house? Y'all may not know nothing about that, but in the 60s, we used to have to do that. But at any rate, we prayed, and I realized, I know that I'm running out of time, Pastor. I know. I know. I know. But let me just say this, that in this year, we decided that we were going to try to look for another place. And so, one day, my sister, my other sister, Lou Short, one of you up here, was uh, walking, and she said, Ali, I saw a house. And, I'm, and we started investigating and finding out about this house. We moved. God blessed us to move into this house. I want you to know that God has blessed us. Blessed us. Blessed us. Blessed us beyond measure. Measure. And it's all because we were faithful. Even when we were going through all those bad times in the other house, we kept holding on, Pastor. Because we knew that there was a brighter day. A brighter day ahead. I want you to know that if you hold on and you trust God, a brighter day will come. You all keep praying for us. Keep praying for Polly and keep praying for us. God bless you. God bless you. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Where's Sister Maybell? Hey, Sister Maybell. I know some of what you're here for. Amen. Come on and talk to us. Ooh, I don't know where to start. You're all right. Just tell okay, us, tell us what we need to know. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say what I have to say because I love you guys. I be, I came here in 1986. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and when I left Louisiana, I asked the Lord to give me a home, a church home. And he sent me here. But one thing I told uh, my husband, I said, your pastor can't be my pastor. And I told him about being him his sister. And he won't know why, so I explained it to him. But about a couple of months later, when I found myself, I was sitting up here. He brought me here. And I've been in love with it ever since. Amen. So Amen. this will be my last Sunday visiting you all Amen. for a while. But Amen. I will come back and visit. That's right. In my children bring me. Amen. She I'm going home. Where, where are you going to tell me? I'm going to Bogalusa, Louisiana, the town, the little country place that say Bonnie Doe. B-A-R-N-A-D-O. That's where I'm going. All right, Louisiana. <laughs> you got some crawfish down there? Amen. We're coming for a crawfish ball, all right? Amen. All right. God bless you. Who else do we have? Sister who? Stuart, amen. God bless you. Good morning. My daughter found some good news last night and some bad news. So I, she's a strong yes, she little thing. She is strong. Yes. So I just ask for y'all prayers and for God to give me the words to comfort her when All she's right. going through it. All right. All right. Amen. God is able. Anybody know God is able? Amen. This is one of our youth, one of our teenagers. You see the grief. Amen. And so we need some prayer warriors to be praying for this young person. Amen. 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 We're praying with you, sweetheart. God bless you. God bless you. Who else do we have? All others are for prayer. Amen. All others are for prayer. All right. All right. If you can, join hands with your neighbor as we pray for you and with you. Amen. 
Oh God, our help in ages past. You know all things. And you do all things exceedingly well. Oh God, we pray now. We pray together. But we pray also for each other. Leaning on one another, but depending on you. Depending on you to carry us through. Depending on you to lift our heads. Depending on you to be light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. Oh God, now we pray for all who are here, all who had the need and the courage to come. And those who yet sit in the pews but know that they too stand in need of prayer. Lord, we lift up every situation, every condition. This grief of this, this youth, oh God. This young lady who feels her heart being broken now. God, prove yourself faithful to her. Prove to her, Lord, that there's nothing too hard for you. Be the healer and the lifter of her head. Be the dryer of her tears. Oh, God, I know you can. Because you did it for me. And you did it for us. And there is no secret what you can do. Oh, God, I pray for all now who will be leaving today and tomorrow for Oklahoma City. Oh, God. We pray for traveling mercies and grace. Lord, we pray that you post angels beside the vehicles. And, oh, God, let all of them get there safely. And, Lord, as the testimony was given by Sister Hartfield, that somehow, somewhere, she found a fence. Oh, God, we pray now that you would be a fence around us and around them that travel each and every day jesus protect us as we travel along the way we know you can we ask that you will in the mighty and the matchless name of jesus our lord our savior and our christ amen and amen god bless you Sing it together, the sun is gonna shine. The sun is gonna shine. Cheney's, Dr. Cheney, Sister Cheney, come on. Oh, the sun, the sun, the sun is gonna shine. The sun is gonna shine. Oh, the sun, the sun, the sun. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. We heard Sister Maybell give a statement about her relocation, but we have another family that's relocating as well. Amen. This is y'all last Sunday with us too. Is that right? 
Amen. What does that tell you? Where are you going? Tell us where you're going. <laughs> um, I'm going to Lincoln University of Missouri in um, Jefferson City, Missouri. I'll be the Vice President for Student Affairs and Operations there. So you guys won't see um, Mackenzie around. She's in the back. Um, but Mackenzie and Shakita both are, we're all traveling together in the next couple of weeks heading up to Jefferson City. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Let the church say amen. 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 We're, we're celebrating the good news, but certainly we're sad to see you go. But we know that as you go, God will be with you. Amen. Amen. We're going to send y'all some good church homes, too, to, to want y'all to visit, all right? God bless you. Y'all be praying for the Cheneys, all right? Amen. God bless you and God keep you. Won't you stand for the benediction? Father, how grateful and thankful we are for this day. You are the God who opens doors. You're the God who makes ways possible. You're the God who defends us from enemies. You're the healer of our diseases. And Lord, we give you honor, glory, and praise. God, as this family, the Cheneys, go from this place, we thank you for their fellowship and for the membership here. And Lord, we know that as they go, you will go with them. Grant, O oh God, safety. Lord, we pray that you bless the work of their hands. And, oh God, we pray, Lord, that you will allow them to make a great impact in their new city, their new home, in Jesus' name. Bless Sister Maybell. We thank you for her years of service and being with us and the fellowship that we have enjoyed. Keep her as she goes to this new home, a return home, in fact. Lord, and let her come back again and both of them fellowship with us as soon as they can, in Jesus' name. Now, as we go from this place, we pray that we never depart from your spirit. May the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.